Welcome back. I'm a few days late. I figure I should talk about the reason why I'm a few days late on posting this. And so with that being said, I'm going to go a little off topic. We're not going to talk about David this time. I'm going to get a little real with you guys. And what inspired this conversation is uh, if you follow me on TikTok, you'll know I just posted a TikTok where I was like, man, can we just see more real Christians? Because I feel like a bad Christian. I am a bad Christian. And I happen to use the example of cussing and how I just, for once, I want to see a Christian influencer like accidentally let a curse word slip or something. And people took it so seriously. And it always, it's always, (coughs) sorry, my dogs. Um, But it was, the comment section on this video was such a reminder of half the time I don't want to do this anymore. And I would say actually like 75% of the time I want to quit this just because it, you're under such high scrutiny. And I understand that. I believe stepping into this is opening myself up to that level of criticism. But at the same time, the fact that Christians, and they try to say, if you're essentially not perfect, you're telling the rest of the world, you're setting a bad example for the rest of the world that isn't Christian. And I don't believe that. Um... And the irony is, is the only people it's upsetting are Christians. That's it. And I'm not saying that we should be cussing or doing anything else, you know, just because we can. But what I am saying is if you accidentally let something fly on accident, I I don't know, you stub your toe. The other day I dropped my keys down the elevator shaft and you think a curse word didn't fly from my mouth? Yes, it absolutely did. But the fact that we are so hard on our own community, and I mean, people would be canceled. I would be canceled if I were to let something like that happen on social media. And I'm not saying I want to just put it out there in an effort to be real, uh, because I got attacked on that too. Again, this all comes full circle into talking about how people could be so stinking rude so mean and i don't understand how you can take the time out of your day to go comment something like that all this to say it's just another reason why i've wanted to avoid doing this because i do feel like a bad christian but despite the negative comments when i said something that i think probably a lot of us think i think there's a lot of us that might feel like a bad christian right i I don't think I'm the only one that's a little rough around the edges and feels a little too rough around the edges to be on social media. And and I'm not saying that being authentic as a Christian on social media means I have to go drop some curse words or, I don't know, go show off that I'm imperfect. I don't think that's what I should be doing. But I think if we pretend we don't all struggle with something that's human, it's just putting a lot of pressure on the rest of the Christian community. It's putting a lot of pressure on yourself. I mean, isn't it exhausting having to keep up that image of yourself? To be, pre- It's exhausting for me, and I'm pretty real on social media, but I'm exhausted trying to pretend that I'm in the word every day. And that's that's a perfect segue into what I wanted to talk about today. What I want to talk about today and the reason I just haven't wanted to make videos and haven't wanted to record any of these is because to be perfectly honest, I have not opened up my Bible and studied in probably a month. 
and I don't want to. I have no desire to. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to pray. I barely pray right now, and I'm not saying that's good. And who knows? Someone's probably going to hear this and attack me for that too, and which just is so frustrating about the Christian community, and it's no wonder that Americans are leaving the Christian church or anyone is leaving the Christian church because look at how we treat our own. It is not a safe space for another Christian to say something that might be on their heart that maybe they would like life spoken into and instead they are just attacked but yeah so I wanted to talk about the fact that I know I can't be the only one that doesn't always want to open their bible right I I totally know that so I do remember a scripture talk in Hebrews talking about you know you start out on milk and then you're supposed to grow up you gotta grow up it's not always going to be fun. It's not always going to be this spiritual masterpiece where you're going to open up your Bible and it's going to be inspirational. It's not always like that. You're expected to mature in your faith to where you no longer need that sense of awe, I suppose, to keep going because that's at the end of the day not what faith is. It's a small component of it, but faith is continuing to follow Jesus even when you don't feel like it even when you have doubts, even when you want to give it all up because it just doesn't make sense anymore. Um, so if if you're like me, before I read the scripture to you, I just want to tell you you're not alone. I think there are a lot of us out there that feel this exact same way. And I think many people are too afraid to say it out loud because, again, a lot of times the church is not a safe place. Our own Christian community is not a safe space for people to talk about these things. So yeah, let's go to Hebrews chapter 5 real quick. So we're in Hebrews chapter 5. We're going to go down to verse um, 11. And the title of this little sub-chapter is Warning Against Falling Away, which I love that because I think I even said it, I do feel like I fall away sometimes. And I feel like I stray from the path. I stray from my faith. And I like that this is a warning against falling away because it's very practical. And I think it's sometimes we're like, maybe we don't believe anymore. Or maybe we don't have faith anymore. Maybe Jesus just isn't there anymore. God isn't talking to me. He's not answering my prayers. I don't feel him anymore. And I love that this kind of addresses that. So starting at verse 11. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to make it clear to you because you no longer try to understand. In fact, though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Anyone who lives on milk being still an infant is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. First of all, I do love that he's calling us all out really he's calling out i think we can assume i tried to do a little bit of research on who this audience was that this passage was directed at and really in context they we can assume the author is speaking to people he's familiar with and uh people that have kind of faltered in their faith because of jewish jewish influence so if if the audience the original audience was a group of people who were faltering in their faith, 
I do think it applies to us who often falter in our faith and we often kind of walk away or we just become numb to it. And I think when we become numb to the word and to wanting to pray, to feeling as if God isn't there anymore, as if he's not listening, there's no inspiration, there's no aha moments anymore. I think we become numb and assume that it's because God isn't there anymore. We we attribute the numbness to a lack of God instead of being adult about it and realizing that maturing in our faith means we're not always going to feel it the way we did when we were new believers. And I think at every stage of our life, just as in aging and as a human, we experience these new milestones that are exciting, right? I think this happens in our faith as well. Each new milestone is exciting and each deepening of the relationship with the Lord is fun and it's fresh. But then what happens when it's not so fresh? Much like a relationship, it takes work, it takes discipline and is a choice because you don't always feel it. And I think Instead of this making us feel a little disheartened because, oh, growing up in our faith means it's not always going to feel good, I think this should bring us comfort because we can take a little bit of pressure off of ourselves and realize that maybe our faith doesn't suck. Maybe this is a sign that we're maturing in our faith and there's a new level of discipline that comes with this. And that can excite us instead. Maybe we can find joy in learning to be diligent instead of opening up our Bible and it opens to a verse that is just mind-blowingly for us, you know? I, I'm i I'm trying to look at it from that perspective because you are not alone if you're listening to this and you feel numb right now and you have no desire to pray, you have no desire to crack open a Bible. You're not alone. And anybody that tells you they haven't been through that is lying, Okay. And if they haven't gone through that, they will go through that. So it's okay. You're not a bad Christian, even though you feel like it. And even though a lot of other Christians will make you feel that way. But you're not. Thank you so much for listening this week. I actually might go record another one and just go ahead and have it posted. Get a little bit of a bank going, you know? I I so, so appreciate all of you guys for following me on this journey, even when I am just struggling to go on the journey myself. I'll always be honest with you in that, and I think that's what this community is for, is for us to lean on each other. I'm just here to kind of facilitate that community for us to have the the honest conversations that I never hear people talk about. That's all I want to do. So if I have to be the one the bad guy on tiktok admitting these things so be it (laughs) but i hope everyone had a great week and i hope you have a great week next week and be looking out for more episodes thank you so much